Next on BYUSN, the mystique of the transfer portal in major college sports continues to top headlines. Question is, how can BYU take advantage and secure the one position BYU sports needs most? And another day, another national champion coming on the show, plus a big putt to win a big tournament just down the road from us for BYU women's golf. Welcome to BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Wednesday, April 12th. I am Spencer Linton alongside the People's National Champion, Dave McCann. you got to win something. Right. You might as well go with the people. And I do need to point out that you are a diehard, lifelong Cubs fan. Through the ups and downs, I don't think there was anybody I was more happy for when the Cubs finally put it together and won after a 108-year drought. The World Series. I know it's been, what, now seven years since they did that, Dave, but how's your Cub fandom right now? Cubs are high-character people, uh, <laughs> and there are some exceptions. But they've been through so much that uh, the, the fact that they've stayed loyal and true, there was the payoff in 2016, of which I anchored the news during, uh, so there was that. Best newscast ever. Family was having a big party, but, uh, hey, speaking of the Cubs, Michael Rucker's pitching great. Yes. And he got a win last night. And still the only Cougar on a 40-man roster in Major League Baseball. So we've got a, we've got a Y representing uh, the Cubs in Chicago. And, and yeah. hey, by the way, baseball last night at Miller Park. And you were calling the softball game. Yep. 79 degrees. Hallelujah. Big crowd. They're eating hot dogs and pretzels and nachos, having the time of their life. It was like, like a normal day. Spring had come. It was <laughs> Spring had arrived. <laughs> we've waited long enough for this. So long, so long, but Holy it was so cow. nice. Hey, we've waited long enough for a fantastic show today. This is quite a good the one. lineup. Yeah, very unique show. It's shopping season in the transfer portal, so we'll look at what BYU's greatest needs are in the biggest sports. Um, super sophomore Adeline Anderson hits a big putt at Riverside Country Club. Uh, she'll be here. She wins her first collegiate tournament. That's big. Uh, you think spring football games should involve teams? from around the state Ooh. in actual games. I like that. We're going to debate that. And we'll also visit with DISC national champion, Taylor Rowley, uh, former Cougar, just graduated, and now she's got the hardware. She's number one. DISC golf. In DISC golf. <laughs> don't, call, don't call Frisbee golf. <laughs> Let's start with the headlines. BYU baseball, just talking about it. They exact a small measure of revenge and beat Utah Tech last night. On that gorgeous night at Miller Park by a final of 8-5, to five. Luke Anderson following his five-hit, three-home run game last Saturday had two hits and an RBI, but it was really the Cole Gamble show. Three hits, two of them home runs, including this blast. There's a drive to right field. That one is deep. It is gone! His second home run of the night. As called by, yes, Dave McCann. Just a question, is the BYU Sports Nation karma adjacent in play here? Because we had Cole Gamble's wife on the show as a national champion Cougarette, Lauren Gamble, was in Studio B. We don't know all of the powers of the BYU Sports Nation karma. We're still learning. I, I think there's some adjacent power there. What we also don't know <laughs> is the uh, folks sitting just outside the broadcast window last night with all those nachos, not one time did they turn around <laughs> and ask Gary and I if we'd like one. I know. Hey, 
You got, you got some work to do in that regard. BYU baseball, by the way, is now on back-to-back -back games. For the first time since early March, they've won three of the last four. Have the Batcats turned the proverbial corner? We'll find out some more when WCC play continues tomorrow against Santa Clara. Well, the ball was going out right behind us as mm -hmm. you were on the call with BYU softball. They beat Utah Valley 9 to nothing with Hunter Ava leading the way. Ava doesn't have enough. Out of here! A grand slam for Hunter Ava. That's Spencer Linton on the call. Freshman catcher Haley Morrow added another home run. Cougars hit the ball all over the place. Yep. They go to LMU for a mega series in the WCC starting on Friday. Uh, they could use another six RBI performance from Hunter Ava, just saying. Yeah. BYU women's golf, you already mentioned it. Great performance at the Riverside Classic. They finished second as a team, a tournament the Cougars host, led by Adeline Anderson, who won her first collegiate individual title in a sudden death playoff. The Cougars rank number 70 currently in the golf stat rankings out of 263 Division I teams. This performance should help. We'll talk with Adeline and women's head golf coach Kerry Roberts in about 15 minutes. Interesting how golf etiquette still allows for sudden death <laughs> on a green. Do we need to come up with some new verbiage, new seems terminology? Like, seems like they just nicened it up somehow. <laughs> Sudden death, and that's what it was. Men's golf's in the Western Intercollegiate. They're playing in Santa Cruz. BYU now up to third place behind Pepperdine and Oregon. Heading into today's final round. I think they can catch the Ducks. The waves are up a bit. Keanu Aquina tied for fourth at six under through the second round. They struggled at day one. Really bounced back strong yesterday. We wish them the best today. Former BYU women's soccer standout Cameron Tucker scores her first professional goal for the Houston Dash, and it was a beauty. 5-1 to one loss for the Dash against the women's national team from Mexico, but still, how about that? First professional goal from Cam Tucker. We still calling those friendlies? Yeah, again, terminology. Yeah. Like, is it really friendly? I don't know. I would watch if it was unfriendly. Maybe a little more than a friendly. Yeah, would you be more intrigued for an unfriendly between Mexico and the Houston Dash? Michael Rucker pitched two and two-thirds innings last night at Wrigley Field, struck out three batters. The Cubs 14-9 win over the Mariners. Chicago trailed 7-0. They battled back. Rucker got the win, and that's why Jerem is MIA. Yeah, today. conveniently, he's not here today to talk about that, that game. Works. Huh. huh. Yoli Childs, 19 points, 12 rebounds in a loss yesterday for the Hamburg Towers playing overseas in Germany. Childs averaging 10.3 points a game, just under six rebounds per contest for Hamburg this season. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. Tooley gave him some smoke. Johnson pops a three. Got it, Spencer Johnson. Goes for the end zone. It's a touchdown! Touchdown, Chase Roberts! BYU gets the win! What's Trending presented by Tim Daly Ford, part of the Tim Daly Auto Group, serving Utah since 1968. The transfer portal conversation continues to bubble up to the top of sports headlines nationwide, Dave. It's not going anywhere anytime soon, especially with the football side of the portal opening back up here at the end of the, or the middle of the month, I should say. So yeah, it's just, we're Saturday. just a few days on Saturday. That's yeah. right, it's the end of the week. So with that in mind, what's the one position in any sport for BYU athletics where the Cougars need to address it 
and hopefully find the answer in the most uh, it, the most pressing matter. What what's the position, sport, and scenario? It's like the Magic Kingdom. The portal is the Magic Kingdom, where everyone goes to find the 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 missing piece. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of sports on campus that are are intact and ready to go, uh, and they can get some to enhance if there's a, a, a scratch golfer that's suddenly available coming from somewhere. But but there are teams with big needs, and, and basketball is the top of the list. And right now, with the basketball portal open, you go on Twitter and and somebody signing with somebody every single day. BYU is reached out to I don't know how many I've lost count but it's they're casting a huge net because the biggest concern is with men's basketball and the opportunity for the biggest fix is in men's basketball but some big fish have to come in with the net sure and they're still waiting and I, I, I think that's the concern and in that net needs to be a big fish well and BYU fans have high hopes because in recent years the Cougars, let's face it, they've hit it big in some regards, Dave. On the football side, right. do you think the Nakua brothers made an impact for BYU? Yeah. I sure. mean, Samson and Puka both had a major impact on what BYU football did in 2021 and 2022. Can Keaton Slovis be that guy? There are some other guys that have come through the portal that BYU have high hopes for. Aiden, Aiden Robbins, Robbins right. the UNLV running back, is he going to be one of those guys that has a major impact? So... Hopes are high because success has happened. And even in the basketball realm, while it hasn't been a, a, the payoff that, that we've seen uh, in previous years over the last two seasons specifically, yeah. you go back to 2019, Alex Barcelo, Brandon Abert came in 2020, Matt Harms in 2021, Jake Toulson was there in 2019. The, the, like Mark Pope was a huge uh, he's not, he's, I, I always mix up these words, not the benefactor, but the beneficiary. Yeah. Thank you. Huge beneficiary of the transfer portal in his first two seasons. The last two seasons, hit and miss. Yeah. So, but hopes remain high because we all know like, oh, it, it it's happened. Possible. It happened. It's possible. And it happened in the last four years. So it is basketball, but I mean, where do you go? Because I, I look at the basketball roster and I'm like, oh, there are a number of areas where BYU could use a big-time player. So what's yeah. it going to be? They need to get a center. And we've talked about that for some time here on the show. Um, that to me, and, and, and we'll ask you the same thing, but it seems in the portal they've got to get some size, which will allow Foos to play the four and not have to be a center in the Big 12 where there's seven-footers just waiting, just as there were in the WCC. BYU, I think, was undersized in almost every game. Um, and, and that's that's un, unlike BYU yeah. and unusual. But you go into the portal and you can find that fix. Uh, preferably you're in the high school ranks at the same time recruiting guys who are big, but you're going to get them coming out of their senior years and you've got to work with them and develop them. The portal is I can get a developed guy. Uh, I, maybe there's a Keaton Slovis for the basketball team. Maybe there's an Aiden Robbins for the basketball team. There almost has to be as they go into the Big 12. And I think the center spot is the, is the, the, the crown prince here, where, where they've got to find some size yeah. to alleviate the other issues. But they've got to find some guys with points. For sure. And I can hear, you know, my friends on the basketball staff saying right now, well, maybe the guy's already there and he was just young. Maybe it's Jackson Robinson. Maybe, it maybe is. his development is the answer for BYU, and he can kind of ascend into that role. And I'm not taking that possibility away from Jackson because he has shown that he has some very right. nice skills, right? So with his progression, 
I just feel like BYU still needs something else. And it probably, I don't care what position it is, Dave, I, BYU just needs a scorer. I want BYU to go find a guy who is ready to take the most shots and make the most shots. Like that type of contributor. Not just a role player that's really good. I'm ready, for, like, and I'm sure Coach Pope's like, yeah, Spencer, yeah, find him me. for me. Where is he? I wish I knew, but I feel like BYU just needs a big-time score, a guy that averages over 15 points a game and is ready to right now yeah. step into that role to take the most shots and make the most shots for BYU. He's got to have that personality in addition to the skills because when you come in from the portal, you're the new kid in town, and very often do we see the new kid in town get the keys to the, to the, to the kingdom. But he's got to come in good enough to have the freedom of, guys, I'm shooting whenever I'm open. I'm the guy. Yeah. And that, those are hard to find. Yes. Because even in the current group or the current group and the other teams around the state, it's hard for somebody to stand up and go, I'm Jimmer. I'm good. Give me the ball. Because they're so rare. Um, but, hey, when you're shopping, you might as well shop for the best possible thing. A kid who can score points, a kid with a personality of come follow me, let's go. And, and, and a kind of a Keaton Slovis, which is exactly what Kalani Sataki is looking for, for the quarterback who's got one year, comes from the portal, but he comes in with the attitude that's won the team over, and the team's ready to follow him. And he's been in 34 P5 games, and it's, guys, follow me, I've been there, I've done that, and the ball's in my hands. You just Is there a Keaton Slovis Ooh. in the portal for basketball? Yeah, that type of impact player. Now, typically... That score, more often than not, comes somewhere on the guard line or is at yeah. least a, a, a hybrid wing forward guard. I don't care where it is, Dave. I don't care. If that, if that guy is a big man, then fantastic. Double, uh, you know, the fun there. Like, because you get size and you get a score. of it. Great. I don't care where he plays on the floor. I just want that mentality of I'm ready to go. I'm ready to be the alpha. I'm going to take the most shots. I'm going to make the most shots. I am your guy. BYU and every other team, you know, and this is kind of a West Coast Conference mentality here, but they're all looking for a Brandon Pajemski. Yeah. A dude that was kind of buried in a roster, but then just blossoms and emerges. And now Pajemski is a legitimate NBA draft prospect. Right. Santa Clara, Herb Santa did an amazing job finding him and helping him elevate his game. BYU and a bunch of other teams are looking for that type of guy. And to your point, this staff can do that. Yes. They've done that. It's been done multiple times. And, and that's what they're trying to do, and, and everyone waits patiently to go, and, and how many pieces are you going to add? The roster's kind of full. There's only a few spots there, at least as we look at it today. Um, how many new faces can you get in? Uh, but we know they can do it. You give me a big-time score. On the guard line, along with an emerging Dallin Hall, who's stepping into a sophomore season at that point guard position, Jackson Robinson, Spencer Johnson, Trevin Nell, Fus Treore. And then if there's some size that can BYU can add as well, now we're talking. Now we're talking about BYU taking some big steps in the right direction. Yeah. Now, not to say there aren't position needs for BYU football and other sports as well. I mean, football is still looking for a receiver to come right. in and some help, help also the, the depth, the defensive line. But we both agree, it just, it's got to be with basketball. That is priority number one. It's the holidays. It's time to shop. <laughs> Wish them the best of luck. Merry Christmas, <laughs> we hope, in April. Our question of the day, what do you think? Dave's going with size. I'm going with just a big-time score and an automatic alpha to enter the roster. 
What's the one position in any sport BYU sports needs to address the most in the transfer portal? At the Croxall on Instagram answers, every sport BYU competes in, we want to be competitive. Right now, because of the nature of Big 12 basketball, men's basketball needs to hit the portal hard. And they have. You can go on Twitter and spend five minutes, Dave, and if a big-time player is out there, BYU's right there. BYU has made an offer. BYU has made an offer. They've yeah. been contacted by BYU. They've been contacted <laughs> by BYU. They've all been contacted by BYU. Continues. Luckily, basketball is not a sport like football. One or two players in basketball could completely change the look of BYU's program compared to any other sport. And That's that true. is very much the case. Yeah. It's such a small roster, five guys on the floor. You get a big-time player. It's a totally different world. That's what's so tempting about the portal is, I can fix this. I can fix this with a couple of guys. Yeah. And we'll see. The mystique. It's, yeah. a, it's a fascinating reality. You know, what was life like before the portal? <laughs> free agency. <laughs> we call it sports free agency. Hashtag BYUS10 on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to join the conversation. Big weekend for men's volleyball at the Smith Fieldhouse where they are undefeated. Six-ranked Cougars host number eight, Stanford. Couple of wins, and they can get up to the two seed for the MPSF. They close tournament. out a perfect home season for just the third time ever, too. Friday's coverage starts at 9 Eastern on the BYU TV app. What goes through your head when you're standing over a pressure-packed putt for a playoff win? Well, we're going to ask Adeline Anderson, who made that putt for BYU women's golf. She's with her head coach, Carrie Roberts, too, on BYU Sports Nation. <laughs> This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by the Tim Daly Auto Group, serving Utah since 1968. We are live in Studio B. This is BYU Sports Station. We have moved over to the Cougar Council Room alongside Dave McCann. I am Spencer Linton, and we welcome in yesterday's individual champion from the Riverside Classic, Adeline Anderson, and her head coach, Carrie Roberts, both from BYU Women's Golf. Great to have you on the show. Adeline, congratulations thank on your you. first individual title. Yes, thank you so much. That's unbelievable. Who's more nervous in that moment when she's standing <laughs> over the putt? Is it you, coach, or is it you, Adeline? I think it's mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, I think it was for sure me. She, she looked locked. I mean, if you watched it, it was like she knew she was going to make it. So as soon as you hit it, you knew it was in? Uh, yeah. Well, as soon as... Um, my the girl I was playing against as soon as she missed came up short with her putt um I knew I had to give it a good roll here it is right here yeah yeah there we go when she hit it you could see the speed you know and I was like ooh, that's a good pace you know and it was just woof is there anything more exciting than sudden death in golf <laughs> we were talking about the just the lingo of, of how they it just doesn't see, it it's seems such so a proper sport. It seems very, very different to call it sudden yeah. death. So all the holes yeah. you played in this tournament, all of a sudden then you come to the sudden death hole. Like, mm -hmm. the death. What's yeah. that like? Um, it's, it's definitely unreal. It's not like any other, I guess, hole you'd ever play. Um, it's almost kind of like match play um, in golf. Yeah. And so it's kind of like you know you have to go out there and give – Every last drop of effort into each individual shot. And your team's right there cheering mm -hmm. you on. Yeah, that was amazing just to see them kind of behind the green. <laughs> yeah. um, just hearing and watching them cheer. Yeah. What's the coaching advice that goes in before the hole begins when you're standing on the tee box? Well, I think that happens a long time before. You know, like she had her game plan. She knew how to play the hole. 
and it was play the hole the way it should be played. Okay. Right? And she made an adjustment from the first round. And so it didn't need to change. Nothing changes. It's just do the game plan, you know? Hit, hit the shot you need to hit, where you need to hit it. Yeah. She knew where she needed to go. She knew what she needed to do. And that's the trust, right, is trust yourself. You know what to do. And there's a little freedom on that putt because your opponent had missed, so you're thinking to yourself, well, I'm going to two-putt. Worst case scenario, we're going to play this hole again or play another hole, right? Mm -hmm. And so did that relax you a little bit of, hey, I can just, as long as I don't bomb it past, I can go right for the <laughs> cup? A little bit. Um... Yeah, a little bit, but I was I was trying to make it yeah, um, just sure. so I could, of course, get that win and kind of move on from that. Um, just so we wouldn't have to play more extra holes. Yeah. So. But I think that's the beauty of the the competitor's mind. She wasn't thinking that. Yes. Yeah. See, I, that's how I think. She's like, thinking. I'm just gonna make it. I'm just gonna. I want to make it. <laughs> and it right. Ended right and what, here. So what do I need to do to make it? And that's what mm -hmm. she did. Right. And and I think that's the fascinating you know, beauty of the sport and the beauty of the mental game is inside her head is mm. she only had one thing on her mind, was making that pot. That's well, what's cool We just watched the Masters and there's a diff here's the greatest players in the world, yet they're gonna be separated by someone yeah. who hits shots and someone who, love who doesn't. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's sure. golf, right? Yeah, definitely. That's who can handle the moment. Yeah. A lot of times. Well, you finally got some nice weather. <laughs> yes. Holy cow. <laughs> I think it got in the 70s. Yeah. Yes. I, it has been miserable along the Wasatch Front the and through the entire time. state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how have you navigated this as a team? I know you go and travel to like places that typically yeah. have nice weather, but yep. you still have to come back and go to class here and yeah. practice here. So, Coach, yeah. how have you navigated this very brutal winter? Yeah, well, fortunately, we're lucky, you know, to have a few facilities to, to hit out, you know, and, but it was long. It was yeah. brutal. You know, the IPF, it's an indoor practice driving range. We've got Fox Hollow. We've got, you know, we were able to travel a little bit, but honestly, the attitude and resilience of these girls is, is what is the difference, right? It's just, well, we, it is what it is and keep, you know, keep hitting that little white ball and go find it and, <laughs> and eventually, hopefully, we'll be on some green grass. And mm -hmm. I think we were all just so giddy, you know? Yeah. Everyone was just so happy to be outside. and Have a home tournament for the first time in awesome. four years? It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was a good time. West yeah. Coast Conference Championships are coming up. The last blast, right? After this, it's, it's the Big 12. You're a sophomore, so you've got mm -hmm. a lot of Big 12 golf coming up. How have you managed those thoughts of the future that's coming with the, the present that you're in? For sure. Um, right now, just working on, I guess, my game plan and just working to get a little better every day. Um, and just really focusing on how to improve each aspect of my game. Just like putting, ball striking, chipping, up and downs, a little bit of everything. Just how can I improve mm. it slightly each day? So I covered the LPGA Tour and a major, the Kraft Nabisco Championship really? at the time no way. when cool. I was working in Palm Springs for three years at yeah. the ABC station. Right and so I'd, <clears throat> I'd always watch the, the winner jump into, yeah. you know, Poppy's Pond with yeah. her caddy and mm -hmm. yeah. things like that. And it, I'm fascinated by the women's sport and how it's embraced down there specifically. It's got, it's grown so much. So Adeline, do you, do you try and pattern yourself after any LPGA player or do you have a favorite PGA player you like? Like how much, golf and professional golf do you watch and what how do you try and pattern yourself after that yeah um so i love the corda sisters nelly and jessica corda um i have a younger sister i kind of grew up playing with her um she kind of stopped playing but she, she was just my competition and so 
I just always love the thought of, I guess, playing professionally with my sister. Yeah. Um, I mean, she kind of fell out of love with the sport, um, but I think it, they're just amazing to watch their sister relationships. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Coach, there's a lot of talk uh, back at the Masters of changing the golf ball because golfers are hitting it too long. Uh, you've got some long hitters on your squad. Compare the game to when you were playing with, uh, with this roster that you're coaching. How what? different is it? Well, I hit it further, so that's <laughs> You were an exception. At, at my age, I'm hitting it further with this new equipment. Um, the equipment, oh, yeah, it's night and day, right? We're hitting it further and, and straighter, and it's amazing what they can do to technology. You know, they, I mean, I can hit it offline, but it won't go offline. Like, how does that happen, you know? And so it's amazing, the technology. I don't want them to roll down the roll back the ball. I need the distance, you know? Yeah. But for some of those guys, maybe it'd be helpful, but... I don't know. I just find, like, if you can gain an advantage in a sport, good for you. You know, isn't that what we're trying to do? So Absolutely. Let a person gain an advantage. If they've figured out how to gain an advantage on the competition, let them. So a question for both of you. We'll start with you, Adeline. Mm -hmm. As far as your individual goals go this season, you just won your first individual title. So what's yeah. next in your progression chart? Um, just I don't know, give every tournament I guess my last drop of effort into each shot and just really focusing on, um, I guess, what I need to do to execute a great shot. Um, and then I guess going forward with conference, um, our next tournament, which we're headed to shortly, um, just again, focusing on what I need to do to fulfill yeah. my job as being a golfer on BYU's women's team. Uh, I, I know coach is happy with that answer. Uh, that, that is pure yeah. team mentality. Yeah. going to keep it <laughs> starting well, lineup. She? She's got some big goals and dreams, um, and, and that's what's fun, right, is to work with someone that's so driven and so motivated and, and really has some high standards and expectations. And so it's like, okay, well, let's go, you know, and, and no one loves this game more and no one loves BYU more than Adeline Anderson. And so, so to work with someone like that, it's 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 – everything right it's so fun team picked up runner-up honors at the at the tournament so you go to the wcc championships pepperdine's always there looking to cause some trouble <laughs> this is the last blast let's go uh, what do you like with your team we're gonna give them a fight dave for sure yeah. we're gonna go up there and give everything we have and and we're a group of fighters um and we know how to win um they are really good and i'll be honest on paper we should never beat them right right, right? I mean, reality, but have we? Yeah, there were years yeah. where they never beat us. So I think we take our heart and soul of this team. I think we take everything, all the ups and downs over the last five years, and we say, let's go. The let's beauty, go beauty of it is it's not at Lake Las Vegas. Yeah. So there should be four of yeah. our wins. So oh, let's, let's look for peaceful, <laughs> peaceful golf conditions. Yeah, There's you no, guys. No wind. Uh, no wind. No Vegas, no Vegas wind. wind. No. Uh, Adeline Anderson of BYU Women's Golf and her head coach, Kerry Roberts, uh, on BYU Sports Nation. Let's finish with this. And, and this is, you know, more of just like a, a, just a personality inquiry, if you will. But <laughs> when you watch a tournament like the Masters, like, what's that like? Do you have a family party because you are both so into <laughs> golf? Is it, like, is it like your Super Bowl? Or how do you consume the Masters? Um, honestly, I think it's even bigger than the Super Bowl in my house for <laughs> really? sure. Oh yeah. We got like 
four, five, maybe six different screens of <laughs> different holes and different shots, following different people, um, just up watching every everything. I love that. Do you fill out a bracket, Carrie, at your house? Is there a master's you know, bracket? There's several competitions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is. I mean, daily there is shots. It's it will hit the screen. You know. I mean, we've started with my kids, you know, and I'll give you a dollar if he makes this putt, you know what I mean, <laughs> type of a thing, and, and so, you know, but there's a little hidden agenda to get my kids to enjoy watching golf, but, yeah. oh, it's constant, yeah, we just, you shut down, I don't know why you wouldn't have six screens, you know what I mean, like, you don't have six, you know, I, I, I got some work to do, apparently, scattered around the house, yeah, so I, it's, and it's fascinating just to watch what they can do, and how they do it, it's so fun. I always sit there and think, do you, do you think CBS, you could show some Tony Finau highlights? Could you, could you at least show well, you go to the Masters app and I think you'd follow who you want to follow, right? Well, that's yeah. the beauty. You can yeah. literally follow any player every shot. Right. Yeah, but I see what you're saying. Like, come on, like, show the man. Show the man. Let's, yeah. let's go. He's yeah. an honorary Coug, whether he wants to be or not. <laughs> Tony, whether yes. he says it or not, in his heart, he is, he is a BYU man. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm with you, and I, he would agree. Yeah, he would. He's all in. We love the Phenos. He's all in. They're hey. awesome. Congratulations Thank to you, you, Adeline, on that individual title. Incredible work making that pressure putt. So fun to watch. Uh, Coach, Thanks. well done to you navigating a very, very interesting winter, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. Dave and I are riding BYU through our West Coast Conference tournament brackets. That's right. That's right. You know, <laughs> ride or die with the Cougs. Love it. So yeah, take some in. BYU Sports Nation karma, utilize it on the course, share it with your teammates, and uh, good luck the rest of the way. Awesome. Thanks, Thank guys. you so much. Yep. Thanks for having us on. Baseball team's got a big series this weekend. Another sport that's had to fight through lousy weather just to get competition in. They open up a big series at Santa Clara tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Eastern time on BYU Radio. And how about this proposition? An actual spring game. Like your team takes on another school in a spring game. Sign me up. You like that idea? We'll discuss next on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by that's the BYU shot. Store. Official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Follow BYU Sports Nation on social media for content throughout the day on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, even TikTok. We're everywhere. Yes. Are you on TikTok yet, Dave? I was, and then I'm off. We got off. I'm not on that TikTok. Dave, stuff. I know your daughters want you to get in on the TikTok challenges. Let's go. Yeah. He's <laughs> not buying it. <laughs> Alongside Mr. McCann, I am Spencer Linton. Let's whip it. Cougar Whip Round presented by Marisk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. Our guy Cam Meller tweeted out the following. Jaron Hall has met with almost every NFL team. Okay. What exactly does that mean? And that he says, expect him to get drafted higher than you might think. What is getting drafted higher than you might think translate to? It means what I said right after Pro Day. And after that throwing session he had, which was so good, where he looked so sharp and passes were precise and the ball was zipping, you could hear the hum of the football. It was so crisp and clean that session. I think Jaron Hall has probably elevated himself to high fifth round. Maybe he even sneaks into the fourth round. That'd be good. You're in the fourth, you're getting picked by a team that wants to put you to work. For sure. And that needs you. Right. They, they clearly want you. I mean, think Tyler Algier, fifth round pick, Dave. Yeah. Think the Falcons like him? They do like him. 
Absolutely. They like all 1,000 yards. <laughs> well, was it 1,035? more than that. Yeah. yeah. Well done. College Football Report has ranked the BYU-Utah football rivalry the 12th best rivalry in all of college football. Is number 12 too high, too low, or just right? I think it's pretty cool when you look at the games behind them. They have uh, USC and UCLA at 13, Oregon-Oregon State at 14, and then some of the matchups in front of them. A lot of SEC battles have been going on for years. Uh, number 12 feels good. And then what else is going to feel good? Next season. Not this season, but next season when the rivalry's back sure. together. I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I feel like people don't understand just how volatile this thing is. Like, if we could pull up the list one more time, I feel like BYU-Utah deserves to be a top 10 game. And I also take issue primarily with the fact that Army-Navy is number five in this list. At worst, Army-Navy is number two, Dave, probably behind Michigan and Ohio State. Yeah. The Iron Bull at number three feels right. Texas-Oklahoma at four. BYU could probably be somewhere in that seven to ten range along with Utah. I feel like College Football Report, who put out this list, they've got some Florida bias here yeah, because there there's a lot, a lot of, Gator of Gators and a lot of Seminoles up there. And I don't buy into... Miami, Florida State being the seventh best rivalry because those teams just have not been good in the last decade. Yeah. It's just different now. Yeah, number 12, I'm glad it's in the top 12. It's good. Because there's some big games behind them, but I'm just eager to see that game back. Uh, I think top 10. Remove one of those, one or two of those Florida games. Yeah. You you tell them top 10. Big game Boomer, Boomer released a list of the top 100 greatest running backs in the okay. 21st century. And in at number 71 is Luke Staley. Luke. Is that a fair ranking? And are you surprised that Jamal Williams isn't in the list? It's because Luke Staley won the Doak Walker Award. Like, I'm sure that big game Boomer looked back, you know, over the century, the 21st century, the last 25 years or whatever, 23 years and saw, oh, Luke Staley was a Doak Walker over but he on. has to be in the list. And he did, he put up his crazy numbers while not playing in multiple games that right. season. He broke his leg, so he didn't play in the bowl game. Right. And he had to set out a game earlier because they were worried about maybe he had accidentally broken like an NCAA rule or something, which turned out he didn't. But he, he did it in two fewer games than he could have with those numbers. So I think he deserves it. Jamal, he probably needed to have, you know, a 14 or 1500 yard rushing season at BYU, and he never did that. Tyler Algier did that. He did it. Right? He did it. Jamal got more than anybody over the course of his career at BYU. Algier got the most in the season, and, uh, and then there's Luke Staley, but uh, Staley was awesome. No question about it. I'd like to think that Williams could have popped in there somewhere. Okay. Even, hey. even at 100. The SWAT, yeah. There's always room for Jay Swag Daddy. <laughs> there has to be. <laughs> Auburn head coach Hugh Freeze has floated out the idea of playing spring exhibition games against in-state schools. This is unique. If this were the case, which in-state school would you want BYU to play a spring game, like an actual game against? Southern Utah or Utah Tech. Okay. I think it's a great idea, and they're all on TV anyway. Let's spice it up a little bit. Hey, we'll Let's come to your place, place, too, because it's probably going to be warmer down in southern Utah, Absolutely. Right? Yeah, Utah Tech in St. George in April. Why not? I think he's onto something there. I like it. I li there are enough FCS programs 
in the state yeah. to accommodate the FBS programs. Can up the budget a little bit. Yes. The FCSers. And Weber State, Utah Tech, Southern Utah, all available for BYU, Utah, and Utah State. Bring it on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. All right, Hugh Freeze. I'm on board for that. Up next, it's time that we go back-to-back -back shows with national champions. This time, it's a very unique sport. Disc golf and Taylor Rowley joins us from Raleigh, North Carolina to talk about winning a national championship. She hasn't been playing that long either. This is BYU Sports Nation. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. We are live in Studio B alongside Dave McCann. I am Spencer Linton. It's time, Dave that we welcome in a national champion. It's about time. We've reached that point of the show. And specifically, it's Disc Golf National Champion and recent BYU graduate, Taylee Rowley, joining us live from Raleigh, North Carolina. Taylee, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Congratulations on winning a Disc Golf National Championship. Thank you. Okay, so I think we all are kind of wondering how does one get into disc golf and become so good that now you're competing for national championships? <laughs> well, for me, my husband played and his whole family played. So once I got married and joined the family, I kind of had to join disc golf also so I could accompany all the family outings. So. That's how I got into it, and I've been married for almost two years, so I've been playing about a year and a half. Now, the common man knows this as Frisbee golf. Uh, when did it become disc golf to you on your road to a championship as opposed to, say, Frisbee golf, which is how most of us know it? Yeah, um, I was corrected by my husband on our first date <laughs> that he plays the disc golf, and I'm like, oh, yeah, like, froth? Like, Frisbee golf? He's like, no, it's disc golf. So I still didn't call it like disc golf until I started playing. So I'm not offended. Some people might be. <laughs> I think George Costanza uh, on Seinfeld uh, introduced us to Froth. Yes, yes, yeah. he did. Now, I, uh, so I'm, I'm interested a little bit more about your relationship with your husband and disc golf. And have you surpassed his skill set now? Are you better at disc golf than he is? I can throw further than him, um, but he's more accurate than me. He still um, he still beats me. I almost beat him yesterday, but it'll I think it'll happen soon. <laughs> hey, more importantly, where does this put you in with the in-laws now that uh, you oh. you accepted the sport and now you're dominating the sport? I'm definitely in. I'm definitely have a, a solid in. Um, I they are big Tetris people and disc golf people. Couldn't do Tetris, so how to do disc golf? You got to pick your lane, and you chose the yeah. right lane clearly. <laughs> Taylor Rowley is with us on BYU Sports Nation. She is a disc golf national champion. Uh, I know there are several levels of disc golf. So wh where are you in the competitive field right now, and what's the next step for you? after winning this level? Yeah, so right now I'm still playing in amateur level. Uh, my national championship was uh, my last one. So I'm gonna transition into playing FPO, um, which is pro level. Uh, first, I'm gonna just try to do some local pros uh, tournaments 
And then I'm hoping to get sponsored by the end of the year by one of the brands um, that produce discs, such as like Discraft or Innova. Um, Infinite Discs is one of them. They're located in uh, Logan, Utah. So that would be awesome too. So I'm going to start working on that. So there's the PGA Tour, and uh, it would be nice if CBS jumped on your tour uh, and, and gave it some broadcast muscle. But like, for example, how many dates are in a typical tour for disc golf in a season? Oh, for like the pro tours, they they have tournaments starting from like around now. It just started, and it'll go until November and almost every weekend or every other weekend they have a three to four day tournament um for me my tournaments right now i'm playing like every one to three weeks my tournaments typically are just one day two rounds um but my national champion uh the national championship was four days so that was a lot more than i'm used to <laughs> you mentioned you've only been playing for a year and a half how long did it take you to figure out that Wait, I'm actually pretty good at this. Um, probably this summer when I, I started doing my first tournaments and I started winning and I was like, I threw anywhere between 100 to 100 and, or sorry, 100 to like 50 feet further than most of the girls. And I was kind of surprised by that. And now here I am. <laughs> What's the pinnacle for you? I don't know. Um, I just hope to keep playing, and I hope to <laughs> keep getting my max distance. I want to hit 400 feet soon. So, did uh, did your husband uh, or fiance even at the time, and you just take frisbees uh, around campus while you were here, and just pick spots and had your own competition? Yeah, well, we would normally go to the Utah State Hospital um, and play. Uh, if if my husband at the time like brought all of his discs on, he would on campus. He would need another backpack. So, and now I have my own backpack. So, but yeah. <laughs> you got quite the backdrop there. Multiple frisbee, excuse me, disc golf trophies. <laughs> Let's get that clear. <laughs> and uh, you've got some Star Wars swag there, too, with Boba Fett. Walk us through your backdrop in your room right now. Oh, yeah. I have you have my um, trophies from this year. Um, one of them was from a tournament a few weeks ago. And then this, uh, I got three trophies from this weekend. I got my first place uh, trophy, and then I got a second place trophy with my doubles teammate, Hannah. And then um, I got the, which one is it? Uh, I got an All-American trophy also. There are so, so many you can't keep track. It's, it's <laughs> been good. It's been good for you. How many mm -hmm. discs do you carry into a tournament? Uh, a golfer's got um, a handful of clubs. What, what do you have disc-wise going in? You mentioned perhaps a backpack full. How come so many? Yeah. So I always carry at least two putters um, just in case, you know, my partner, she lost uh, – one of her discs in the river while we were playing this last tournament. So you always keep two on you just in case. And then um, I probably have, I have four mid ranges, um, I think three or four fairway drivers and then three distance drivers. Wow. Um, right now, but it fluctuates uh, depending on if I get a new disc and I'm trying stuff out or different parks will um, 
Sometimes I'll need more mid ranges if it's a tighter, shorter course, or I'm going to pull out more drivers if it's just like a ball golf course and it's just open. So does your husband work as the caddy? <laughs> yes, he is. He is. <laughs> yep. He carried my discs the whole time. It was so nice. Um, I didn't have to carry the huge backpack on, and he got a hell of an umbrella because we had terrible weather. So oh, yeah. that was also really nice to keep my discs dry. So. I feel very good about the status of this marriage. This this yeah. is this is a very very strong relationship. The in-laws are all bought in. Taylor yeah. Rowley is with us joining us live from Raleigh, North Carolina. We should congratulate you as well on recently graduating from BYU. What's your degree in and along with disc golf, what else are you pursuing professionally? Yeah. So, I graduated in human development with a minor in um, philosophy. And right now I am doing training to be a therapist for kids with autism, be an RBT. So I'm finishing up my training this week and then I start my full-time position uh, next week. Fantastic. Outstanding work. It's been great to speak with you and get to know a little bit more about you, your family and disc golf all together. Dave, are we ready to go hit around? Are we going to do this after the show? <laughs> I'm going to need a caddy <laughs> to explain how to do this thing. I'm going to need some fairway drivers, some more mid-range discs. Yeah, we'll look into that. Taylor, thanks again. Congratulations. And uh, once again, uh, welcome to BYU Sports Station officially as a national champion. Thank you. Thank you. That's you fantastic. I had no idea. I had no idea you had a handful of discs, like, yes. like a, a number of clubs. Oh, it's very intricate. I didn't wow. realize it was that intricate. I didn't but... know you had a caddy <laughs> for disc golf. I learned a lot in that. That's fun, you know? Yeah. Uh, my interest is, like, sincerely, it's been peaked. Like, I see these videos come out that go viral, of, like the hole-in-one scenario. People are, right. you know, throwing it in, you know, the hole from 400 feet away, and it's like, oh, it's crazy, but... I didn't realize there were so many levels and like. Hey, she's been doing it a year and a half. She's really good. Uh, and for, you, you know, you come across a golfer and you go, man, I should have golfed when I was four because these guys have been golfing their whole life yeah. and they're so good. This gives you hope. <laughs> I can Fault take this maybe, on late in life. But it gives you hope. And, and get pretty good at it. <laughs> Disc golf, good to have the champion with us. If you missed any of our interviews, uh, shows, or games, you can find them at BYUSN.com or download the BYU TV app to get all the BYU TV sports content on demand. Up next, rise and shout out to a rivalry win. Yeah, if you produce a rivalry victory, you're probably gonna get the shout out. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Sports Nation's on demand. Download the free BYU TV and BYU radio apps or listen to the podcast, subscribe, rate, and review. Our question of the day, what is the one position in any sport BYU needs to address the most in the mystique of the transfer portal? Yeah, lots of reaction <laughs> on this. At Herman Deutsch on Twitter answers, hmm, he typed out, a quick, fast, six foot ten or taller, three guard, four power forward or center at number or five who five. wants to play with BYU basketball. Come Hades or high water, two plus years minimum. So he wants size, he wants passion, and he <laughs> wants elite talent. Simple. 
it's it, it is like picking apples, right? Just go to the portal. Hey, hey we're good. Let's find out a car. Just yeah, type in on, what you need, and it should just pop up. There it is. You know. Well, if you want the right car, sometimes you got to pay for it. And name image like this is certainly That's a true. factor into that. There's no free lunch. And then never that, has nope, been. Nope. Nope. All right, our elite <laughs> voice of the day, presented by PAX Healthcare Elevated from at CL underscore living, oft contributor to the program, says, a big man for men's basketball, even bigger, actually biggest is best. The biggest man. The biggest man for men's basketball. Yeah, uh, Zach Eady, you know? Hey, hey is Zach Eady from uh, Purdue looking? <laughs> There's some giants. You see those guys come out and you're just like, I remember I was interviewing Shaq one year in Vegas. Uh, and I shook his hand, and I'm just like going, oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. How are we from the same maker? <laughs> it was just it was just gigantic. How can the gene pool be that different? It, it was, is the matrix. What mattered is he was super nice and yeah. didn't treat me like I was the size of his kneecap. But And there are some big guys out there. Yeah. BYU's looking for one, maybe two. Got to find them. Got to find them. Gotta All right. Got to get them. Our Rise and Shout Out presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. We pointed it out earlier. Anytime you have a rivalry victory, especially in the BYU-Utah rivalry, whatever the sport, you're going to get a shout out. And this time it goes to BYU lacrosse, Dave. A hard-fought 13-10 win for the Cougars over the Utes yesterday. Congratulations, 13-10. We needed it. Utah already got BYU once this week in softball. Yeah, yeah, we didn't need that. We got it. <laughs> so we got lacrosse and that, that you know, it's going to be a nicer day today because lacrosse got it done. Because lacrosse got the victory. Yeah, congratulations. Air, it'll feel a little bit warmer, even though it's going to be windy. I'm never going to complain. Someone, someone complained to me yesterday, it's hot, Spencer. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? Are we going there? You, no, no. You don't want to have that conversation with me right now. No. <laughs> I'll take all the heat. It's been a winter to remember. My goodness. And to forget. Oh, great show today. A lot of fun. Dave, thanks for hanging out. Learned a lot about uh, disc, disc golf, golf today with the national champ. Our thanks to today's guest. Yes, Taylor Rowley, who is the disc golf national champion. Also from BYU Women's Golf, Adeline Anderson after her individual title and her head coach, Carrie Roberts. It was like championship day yeah. here on BYU Sports Nation. Conversation continues on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, BYUSN.com. For Dave, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Ambrosia Anderson. Go Cougs!